What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Mentally Gone Daily. This is episode number 26. Today's April 1st, and my name is Callie Lacerda. And my name is Callie Lacerda. April Fool's, my name is Gabriela Lopes. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be jumping straight into a few things. Um, one thing that I want to quickly address is that Andrew Tate has been officially released. Mm-hmm. And he is on house arrest at this current moment. Um, NPR News states Andrew Tate has been released from a Romanian jail and placed under house arrest. Mm. Um, in a short video that somebody took of Andrew Tate, he said that the one thing that kept him going was the Quran. Apparently, he was reading the Quran, I guess, when he was um, incarcerated. And he said that he did daily push ups, did like 100 push ups a day to keep his mind going and to keep his sanity. Nice. It's pretty crazy how he. He said he also said that he hasn't seen his home since last year, which is pretty crazy. Right, because he was taken in January or December. Mm, I think it was like early December, maybe. It's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, he said that he still retains his belief that he is, uh, hundred percent innocent, and that he does not hold any resentment or any anger towards um towards the Romanian uh, justice system, I guess. Yeah. But I did see that he put a tweet. Let me pull it up really quick. Um, And he just looks really crazy because he's obviously not bald anymore. And this is also proof that Andrew Tate can grow his hair. People Um, were calling him a clone. Yeah, because of the (laughs) hair change. But it'll just be a matter of time before he appears bald again and groomed. Or he might just rock this um this this barbarian look, this caveman look, which I think suits him. I think that it is in of itself a statement, a political statement even, that he's been roughed up, but it only made him wiser and maybe made him stronger. Who knows? We'll have to find out. But I am interested in seeing what he does moving forward in terms of content, what he speaks on and what he says and his thoughts on everything that happened. I want to kind of like listen to that and just get some opinions on that. He put out a tweet that said, since last year, I've been in 24 hour lockdown, no yard time, pacing a three meter cell with zero electronics or outside contact. Absolute clarity of mind, real thoughts, real plans, Mm. vivid pain, one hour home and I can't stand my phone. Some habits die hard. We must defeat Shaitan. I don't know what Shaitan is. Shaitan, it might be the Muslim equivalent to Satan. Um, oh yeah, uh, Islam is yeah. Islam is it? Mm-hmm. Islamic equivalent to to Satan. Huh. It says like the devil. Yeah, because I just took a shot in the dark i guess but i because it sounds like satan so and and everyone and he posted it like with a video if you want to just look at the video of him with his hair growing out and he's just pacing the cell well here he's pacing his house oh yeah yeah his house sorry yeah, that's no. my fault no uh jail sale looks like this <laughs> that that's what i realized too i was like that's a pretty nice cell if you ask me 
Yeah, it's just interesting because because he has his like wise look to him now, and I feel like that's what adversity does to you. Like, even if you don't really agree with this guy's like personal beliefs, and if you think he's a misogynist and you think that he's just an awful human being because on because of his takes or some of his takes, you have to admit the fact that being locked up inside of a room because he said that he would be inside of the same room for months months on end right just right. like you said locked 24 in. hours yeah and that really forces you to just look in, like inwardly because there's no other place to to look you know other than inwardly yeah and imagine not getting any like direct sunlight in your eyes for months yeah uh that's pretty crazy because he wasn't permitted any yard time yeah it's uh, just um yeah it's just pretty crazy it's like that um the office episode mm-hmm. <laughs> where the employee is talking about prison but the way he made it sound was that it was so great he's like yeah we have yard time we have art class and then meanwhile like andrew tate was just confined to one room yeah the whole time that's true pretty crazy makes you value life a little bit more makes you value your freedom a little bit more and what's kind of ironic is that he would always preach that um he didn't like living in the u.s because in the u.s he wouldn't have the same freedoms that he had in romania Mm. and he would like boast about that but i guess maybe now he'll reconsider his whole stay in in romania once his um once his uh home home prison house arrest is up yeah yeah that's interesting uh speaking of being arrested though Here's a crazy headline. Well, not so crazy and not so surprising to me, at least. Google's co-founder and Hyatt Hotel's chairman are among billionaires issued subpoenas in lawsuit over J.P. Morgan's ties to Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, shoot. Google co-founder Sergey Brin is among three billionaires issued with subpoenas this week in relation to J.P. Morgan's ties to pedophile financier Jeffrey Epstein. Hmm. The probe by the U.S. Virgin Islands concerns allegations that J.P. Morgan Chase and and company turned a blind eye to Epstein's sex trafficking. Hyatt Hotels executive chairman Thomas Pritzker and real estate investor Mort Zuckerman have also been hit with subpoenas. Former Disney executive turned venture capitalist Michael Ovitz has also been asked to supply information. It is not clear why the men, who are some of the wealthiest people in the entire world, have been targeted by investigators. Mm. I always, I think I mentioned to you that J.P. Morgan Chase has a lot of ties with corrupt, like um, brands and businesses and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I forgot which specific one that I read up about, but it it caught me off guard because you know, um, <laughs> it's it's a freaking banking. Uh, what do you call it? Ah, oh. banking institution. Yeah, banking institution. Yeah. And 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 the amount of things that they're invested in, and the what they're invested in is alarming. Yeah, and um, in my opinion wherever the money is like wherever there's like a shit ton of money there's always going to be some like weird freaky shit and that's why i don't believe that elon musk is like completely innocent because a lot of people praise him as being this like messiah figure and this guy that 
that is just different and who's of the people and for the people. I don't, I don't think that's real at all. Like, I really don't. I think that he has um, tricked Joe Rogan and tricked all these, like, huge profile influencers and, like, media people like Mr. Beast took a, t- takes a very big liking towards him. But I just can't buy the idea that you get that much money without spilling at least a little bit of blood. Yeah. And 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 to retain that amount of money and to keep that amount of money, you have to also continually spill blood. Because, mm. you know, blood and money go hand in hand. And the more you have of money, the more blood you have on your hands, I feel. Like a mafia. Yeah, for real. Um, I wanted to talk about speaking of Elon... Mm-hmm. Um, did you finish? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Uh, speaking of Elon, Twitter will remove blue checks mm-hmm. from legacy verified users who don't subscribe to Twitter Blue, which costs $8 a month. So for anyone who doesn't know, Twitter has an option where if you pay $8 a month, you can automatically get a blue check verification which, on your account. Which we've been doing. Right, and so, oh, really? I didn't know we had that. You didn't even know? No, I didn't even know. <laughs> Just I don't goes even, to show how active our, she is. No, our Twitter is so small. I don't even have our Twitter on my phone. It's actually growing. I'll it, have um, to add it. It's at 120-something followers, and, and we gained like 120 followers essentially like overnight. Wow. Like I need to add it to my phone so I could keep track of it. But anyways... um legacy verified will be like celebrities and stuff who have who had already had the blue check verification so now it'll remove those blue checks and then they those celebrities have to pay right eight dollars a month as well in order to get it and so this move has caused some celebrities to speak out against it including nba star lebron james i was about to say lebron james yeah. lebron james um, who said that he won't pay for a blue check. The concern is that if anyone can get a blue check, it won't be cool anymore. However, Musk said, Musk has said only verified tweets will appear in the For You feed. Interesting. So there's, so there's no way around it. Like you have to kind of do it. Right. Which is why I did it for us because, um, because, because I kind of already like saw this coming and I don't, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Meta, aka Facebook, and Instagram has uh, recently begun rolling out their version of a copycat Twitter format. So, if you go onto your personal Instagram account, for personal accounts now, if you pay, I think it's like fifteen dollars a month, you get a bunch of like perks and just um, uh, basically priorities, and you get a verification badge. Really on, on Instagram? Instagram now, yeah. And then I went to check if it's possible to do it for like business accounts. And it specifically says that it's not yet available for business accounts and only for personal public figures and like personal accounts, essentially. Like you don't even have to be famous or be a public figure. You just have to uh, prove your prove your identity as being that person so that it doesn't confuse with like other people Uh. who, who create like mock and like meme accounts using your name, essentially okay that makes sense like fan pages and stuff for example too yeah but everything's going down this route of just pay to play that's but that's so crazy because i felt like to me the whole point of like a verification check or verification badge yeah was that you 
you built like a recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and for the longest time, it it's been like um, it's been a status symbol, which is what I think a lot of celebrities are like, kind of just being like, what the fuck, you know? Because for you to be verified meant something, right? And you would interact differently on these platforms with other people who were also verified. So. On Instagram, for example, I think that there's a way for you to filter out your comments if you're a verified account or there was a way where you only receive comments from people who are verified mm. and you only receive notifications and DM notifications from people who also are verified. Interesting. So it creates this like elite, like elitism essentially is what it is um, on these platforms that the elite love. And right. then now you're eliminating that because any any joe schmo can have his own blue check right if he just pays and trolls too yeah trolls yeah which kind of which which to me kind of sucks yeah it's like you know these i don't know but anyways um the white house also won't pay for the twitter verification so the yeah. white house says they will not pay to verify its staff's twitter profiles it could spark a state a spate of misinformation on the platform as the staffers rely on verified profiles to inform the public on behalf of the administration. Mm. Twitter has announced it'll remove it on April first. Imagine Which this is, is April like Fools, yeah. Imagine it's like an April Fools. Which is what I'm kind of expecting, but it might be like four dimensional chess where he's expecting people to assume that he's playing. And then he doesn't play, and then that's his April Fool's. It's like, ah, you thought I was going to just come out and say, like, ah, I'm just kidding, guys. Like, you can keep your blue checks. Mm. But then, like, the 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 triple, triple 4D chess is that, like, <laughs> oh, like, you got Rick rolled because you thought that I was actually going to backstep and just backtrack. I just now clicked, like, it clicked in my head when I saw April 1st. I'm like, oh, he's going to April Fool's April it. April Fool's. But, but it's exactly like you said. He'll have people think it's April Fool's thing, yeah. and then it won't be April Fool's thing, and then that would be the April Fool's thing. Speaking of April <laughs> Fool's, which I don't think that this is April Fool's, and I don't, well, I, at least I don't hope it's part of April Fool's because it actually looks legit. A fugitive Chinese billionaire plans to auction unvaccinated sperm on an online platform rife with misinformation, a sale that vaccine skeptics bill optimistically as a chance to buy, quote, the next Bitcoin. The sales pitch that sperm from uninoculated men will be in high demand and therefore fetch top dollar stems from the widely debunked conspiracy theory that COVID-19 jabs cause mass infertility. So there's like a Chinese guy, billionaire, who's trying to like capitalize right. on this idea that people who have gotten the COVID vaccine will have long-term irreversible effects when it comes to their fertility. And therefore there's like some, some, I guess, like market for men who have been unvaccinated. So he's trying to create like a sperm bank. Yeah, a sperm bank, but only for unvaccinated men, mm. which I could take advantage <laughs> of because I'm unvaccinated. And then you'll have a kid out there somewhere and they'll find you and they'll be like, yeah, it's your fault. My vision sucks because <laughs> they inherited your. Yeah, your bad but vision. that's been like that's been a real concern for me is just. It's just I'm just curious to see like what the long term implications are going to be 
when it comes to the whole vaccine thing like yeah. how are people gonna look like like is it gonna carry any effect into your kids like into your excuse me into your kids into your heritage and like you know like what's gonna happen with the vaccine because i don't think that we've lived long enough yet to see the effects of it yeah i was just glad that one when i was at the hospital they didn't try to that you know of right like they could have done it while, while you were sleeping no i went in i went in already conscious but but anyways um yeah if they did do that then Then you could sue the hospital i would i'm I'm getting i'm getting my billions i'm getting millions like i never i never consented to this um but yeah that 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 was like a worry of mine i was like oh my gosh they're gonna ask if i and they did ask and i said that i wasn't Mm. um but i was like they're gonna ask and then they're gonna just jab me when they're like you know taking out blood or something it's gonna be like a swip a swaparoo mm. i'm like oh my gosh they're gonna do it without me knowing yeah how will i know but no i didn't get it so do you want to hear something crazy yeah here's another crazy uh article headline that i read today quote he would still be here no, I don't want to. I hate when 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 freaking headlines do that. Like they started with a quote and then they use these weird punctuations that don't really make sense and aren't really organic. And then it just confuses your brain. The headline reads, man dies by suicide after talking with AI chatbot, says a widow, says his widow, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, a Belgian man recently died by suicide after chatting with an AI chatbot on an app called Chai, Belgian outlet La Libre, reported. The incident raises the issue of how businesses and governments can better regulate and mitigate the risks of AI, especially when it comes to mental health. The app's chatbot encouraged the user to kill himself, according to statements by the man's widow and chat logs she supplied to the outlet. When Motherboard tried the app, which runs on a bespoke AI language model based on an open source GPT-4 alternative that was fine-tuned by Chai, it provided us with different methods of suicide with very little prompting. Wow. So like uh, like basically giving you instructions and maybe even... Like tips and... Yeah, which which goes back to the weird... States like state of the world where a lot of countries are promoting and even incentivizing euthanasia. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Um, yeah. Euthanasia? I euthanasia. think. Euthanasia. 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 Youth in Asia. <laughs> Look at all the euthanasia. Who knows how to pronounce that? Euthanasia. That's always been like a weird name. Like, like these weird terms. I just always wonder like euthanasia, I think. Euthanasia, right? Yeah, it's that's how it's written. Euthanasia. All right, so that's how we're going to pronounce it. Who cares? But yeah, I just found that interesting. It's like AI is slowly but surely creeping its way into these like moral questions, and and it's just a matter of time before it. I, I, like I don't know. It's crazy. Um, that's why. That's why it's great that there are already some countries like banning Chat GPT, like we said, Italy is right. has banned chat gpt um because it's so uh like again ai it's super risky like it's not it, it can't 
give you like these uh, personal responses that you would need to hear, you know, for example, in a situation of like contemplating suicide. Because it's not human and it doesn't know what being human feels like. So it's so it's very counterintuitive that this non-human entity would give you the most human advice, which is whether or not to live or continue living, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, which is why hotlines exist so that they can. Yeah, and apparently even even hotlines, I think I saw this somewhere. I, f- I forget where, and I may be misremembering, but I saw something about how the success rates of hotline operators and people who try to talk people off the off the edge the amount of times where it works is not as much as you would expect it's like it's a small percentage of times that it it actually does anything right because again like it goes back to being human it goes back to relating to someone like how can you talk someone off the edge without looking them in the eye without seeing the person without having any pre-established relationship or ties or connections with that person it's just it's just a voice coming out of a out of a machine you know like it's just a random yeah that's true so it's not surprising to me at all i just i i find it like i find it concerning sometimes that families like for some people no one in in that person's family ever picks up on yeah on what's going on to help them sooner before they even you know get to to that point point where they're already acting on it Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's that's crazy and don't talk to ai trying to get like personal advice yeah that's my personal advice stick to regular people um any advice for anybody out there who's like completely alone and like feels lonely uh a great advice is to maybe force yourself outside of the house find a spot like go to like a barnes and noble a bookstore a coffee shop create a routine around just forcing yourself outside and then and then just like go like walking in getting yourself a table and then eventually like creating the courage to maybe interact with people have small talk have conversations with maybe the barista the bartender whoever it is but like try to get that human interaction i feel like it's very important yeah that's true instead of like turning to like a a complete you know cold mechanical source that has no idea what it means or what it even feels like to be human, you know? Yeah, that's oh, that's crazy. Oops, that was my phone. Yeah. <laughs> it was like squeaky. Just nails on a chalkboard. Um, I I do have a an article. Do you have another one? Yeah, but let's go back and forth. Okay. Um, the CDC investigates salmonella outbreak linked to flour. I saw that. You saved it too. No. Oh. Um, the CDC is investigating a salmonella outbreak linked to flour and and advising people not to eat or play with uncooked dough or batter. Twelve illnesses, including three hospitalizations, have been reported across 11 states, but the actual number is likely larger. Raw flour is often untreated and can contain germs since salmonella bacteria dies when cooked or by when cooked the cdc recommends fully cooking foods made with raw flour hmm. um so interesting because if you, like there's a lot of people who eat like a uh, raw cookie dough and stuff yeah you know made with the uh, raw flour and stuff dumb ways to die <laughs> yeah. that's all i can remember dumb in my head 
used to die. I think that there's absolutely something to the idea that TikTok is brainwashing because a lot of the TikTok trends just stick in my head. Yeah, the sounds. It's like super addictive and I don't even like want it to be addictive. Like I don't even like the bulk of these trends. Just like that. You 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 know the the one where it's like a compilation of songs and it's like TikTok on the clock. Don't yeah. stop remind me of everything. So oh yes, I'm in a song I used to know. Everybody who's like currently listening just like <laughs> shot themselves in the foot. No, or they sing along and they were like, Oh my god, like I know all the words that yeah. I went to. Those are the only two choices. Like you either shot yourself in the foot to distract yourself from the pain of hearing that. <laughs> Or you sang along and you just I can't enhanced. sing, guys. <laughs> and my throat's been dry. I need some water. The some water. milk. I need some milk. She needs some milk. We actually have some raw milk in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to eat wrong. something raw. Um, That's what she said. Not raw flour. Yeah. <laughs> or raw other things. Yeah. You can drink some raw milk. Drink raw milk um, as long as it's not expired which the milk upstairs has no date which i've never seen in my whole life it's like every farm has to like write down dates no. on, on on the jug mm -mm. they have to no because they put or it in the, the person fridge has daily to. and then you're buying it that day and then so you, you estimate so you have the responsibility to write it yeah you have to estimate and it. gabriella did not do that that's all right uh, so it doesn't like, smell i'll drink it until it starts yeah. getting rotten yeah. Um, next Excuse to the next <laughs> article, um, this one I find interesting and just goes to show that thankfully, uh, large companies having a desire to, uh, create certain things and to normalize certain things doesn't necessarily override the population's level of acceptance towards that thing. So I've been on the fence about the whole metaverse thing. I do not own VR glasses. I am enticed kind of, and I kind of want to purchase one just to feel and just to see what it's all about, but I haven't yet. And a lot of people are also not on board and, and a lot of people are on the fence about, you know, the, the impact that, that this thing is going to have on the youth, on the future generation. People won't go outside anymore. It's going to be like Ready Player One, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This headline reads, Disney eliminates metaverse division as part of company's layoff plan. Disney's layoff plans show that the metaverse is no longer a priority, with the entire unit comprising about 50 employees losing their jobs. This comes after plans for Disney's metaverse strategy remained unclear a year after the division was created. The move is part of Disney's restructuring plan that will see it cut 7,000 jobs. It comes as Disney faces pressure from investors to cut non-essential business. So they basically discarded the whole idea of the metaverse as they saw that not many people are ready for it. So mm -hmm. there's no real... Because it's just not advanced enough, I don't think, to, 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 to even trick people to indulge in it. I actually saw something about like how, um, how Mark Zuckerberg like hired a DJ 
oh, yeah, to perform in the metaverse to try to entice people. No, no, no. Or, or, or what was it like for the workers or something? Yeah, he hired a DJ to motivate workers to come back and work in person or something like that. Oh my gosh! That's... On the campuses of Facebook, I won't ever re refer to them as Facebook, as Meta. I mean. It's always going to be Facebook. Yeah, so Meta has brought in a DJ to play music in its Menlo Park Campus Cafe as it seeks to encourage employees to return to the California headquarters. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. And you know why that happens, right? No. It's because, like, these huge, huge billion-dollar companies, they invest so much money into infrastructure, into physical office space, physical campuses, that it looks bad on paper when their shareholders look at it like they hate the idea that they spent hundreds of millions of dollars into creating these beautiful uh campuses and then all of their workers are just working from home yeah so it becomes like a stock a price uh not not stock price an evaluation issue it's like it's just basically you uh dished out all that money yeah like you misusing funds and resources mm -hmm. that could be used better elsewhere yeah and so you have to kind of justify that investment now so it's like when people buy home gym equipment and it just it and uses them like once and it's never used again you know mm -hmm. it's the same thing it's like you can't justify that multi-thousand dollar purchase because you're not using it yeah that investment yeah. that's crazy because i can imagine that the meta campus in california must be like super advanced or you know nice looking yeah and i could just imagine how much that cost but the interesting thing to me is that people realized with the whole COVID thing and with the pandemic and all of the lockdowns is that you can be in the comfort of your home and still make the same amount of money that you would normally make by having to kind of like go through this bullshit routine of like going into the like w commuting to the office whether it's riding a bike taking the subway taking an uber driving your car it's inconvenient having to make small talk with employees having to basically put up this facade and this persona which is your work persona and now they could just chill at home watch netflix in the background play the office get work done make the same amount of money and do and then just log out and just do whatever the fuck you want yeah you know not have to commute back during like rush hour and especially in california yeah i could just imagine because i've heard stories of like la traffic being, is crazy being absurd to drive you know during traffic hours and stuff yeah um but yeah so so <laughs> i don't know how enticing a dj is going to be to bring people that's the in. most out of touch thing that he could have done like what what would make sense is for him to like it like give people a salary incentive like an increase to go work back on 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 campus just like they were incentivized to work from home now you have to incentivize them in some shape or form to work at the campus and so yeah. increase like five hundred dollars per person a hundred dollars something this episode is brought to you by shopify forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to shopify the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling 
wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah, because think about like if they're getting paid the same salary, yeah. but then they don't have to pay for gas or pay for Ubers, like you said, then mm-hmm. what's the point? Because yeah. because a lot of the salary, when you don't have like a car or means of transportation, transportation, or even with the car, when you have to commute and pay for gas, like that's coming out of your paycheck at the end of the day. Yeah. So if you could just stay home, like you said, then shoot, like <laughs> same salary, not not spending a dime of it on mm-hmm. on gas to go to work, like that's crazy. And I would petition like jobs should pay for your commute <laughs> to and from work, you know, yeah. Yeah, like, like that they should, should be create, like a credit card, like a, a Facebook or Meta credit card. Like that should be mm-hmm. I feel like every job like that should be included in the salary. So it's like, how <clears> far <throat> do you live from the job? OK, you live like five miles away. So you ha- so that has to be accounted for by your employer. Yeah. Like you get an allowance yeah that comes on top of your pay right because to me like like you're you're already going there to work but then you know you're you're losing out i mean i guess that's that's life right yeah yeah (laughs) well i'm not saying like get your groceries but i'm saying like the commute from your house to to the job like come on guys that's the sacrifice for the opportunity that that you're going for you know yeah i suppose i suppose you gotta you got to give in somewhere. But speaking of investments and working from home, OnlyFans creators are getting tax-deductible breast implants. What? OnlyFans creators in the UK are claiming tax relief on breast enhancement surgery, citing it as a business expense. <laughs> creators who use OnlyFans do not qualify as employees, so they are not, so they are required to submit self-employed tax returns, and can claim back business expenses. However, the claims might be exceptional since authorities say it's very unlikely that a non-health-related operation would be an allowable expense. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that interesting how how they view themselves as, like, entrepreneurs and then then they also view themselves as, like, assets? They, They really do. It's, to me, it's just, I don't know, it's funny. I think it's just part of the of the cancer culture of like work, like hustle culture. 
Um, I was a victim of this uh, cancer uh, before the whole pandemic. And like, I was a follower of like Gary Vee and like all these people are like, hustle, you know, like sell your house and live under a bridge for, for three months or I've whatever. I've never been like guys. And, and work for free and, and, <laughs> and suck a homeless man off in order to get food and like all these things. Um, but it's this like hustle culture and just like grind, grind, grind that has created these, these entitled, you know, people who just view themselves as like uh, holier than thou being that they're just, they're just glorified prostitutes. And no, but are they in, not? But in my opinion, it's not, like, not, not prostitutes, sex workers, right? but not sex workers. Cause a lot of times there's no sex involved. That's still considered, they still consider themselves sex workers, I think. Yeah. Well, so except for the ones who don't want to consider themselves yeah, sex who workers. who see themselves above that. But, but you is, are selling, you're selling sex. Like, even if you're not having sex, like, it's nudity. You're selling sex appeal. Right. Nudity yeah. is sex. Like, right. Um, and then the same could be said that everybody, to a, to a certain extent, is a sex worker. Because the whole world and our entire society revolves around sex. So if you're going to go to the gym, for example, and I was um, in the in the fitness industry for like four years and I studied this like extensively where like everything about the gym and going to the gym has to do with sex. Mm. You're going to the gym so that you can look better. The uh, positions, a lot of the movements and positions and exercises that you do in the gym are very vulnerable ones are very awkward ones like like in just awkward positions and a lot of them kind of mimic and mirror sexual acts you know like if you're squatting if you're if you're doing freaking lunges if you're doing whatever it is a lot of it comes back to sex and so my point is like everybody in a sense sells sex okay well i'm not going to claim that because <laughs> no, no to some extent they okay. sell sex be it, they, not me. Right. <laughs> but it's just interesting. I'll exempt myself from that one. There. I yeah. don't want to be called a sex worker. But I find it funny because um, people always make jokes about like being at the gym. And then there's like certain things that they're like, oh, it reminded me of of that person. It reminded like, me of her. Like just putting the weights into the bar. Right. Because it's like a hole and a, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a stick or whatever. And then it's like. I should call her memes. Yeah. And then um, what's another one? Like when they're wiping down the equipment and the motion. Yeah. And they have to. It's like know. all these things that they're like, yeah. huh, it made me think about those times. Yeah. Good old days. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah. And the leg press to things like that. Um, I was going to say that speaking of entitled influencers, mm -hmm. I saw one that's about TikTok's bucket prank. Um, did you hear about the bucket prank? Mm -mm. So there's this bucket challenge trend where you're inside of a grocery store and then you just like sneak up behind someone and put like a oh. a hamper over their head or like a, a bucket or a trash bin or something, you know, and then you'd run away. Right. I, I, I absolutely hate those type of um, pranks, quote unquote. And one of the biggest ones is the chupapi muñeño. Yeah, yeah. Muñeño, chupapi, chupapi muñeño. Chupapi. Chupapi. 
you, mommy? <laughs> he he actually got choked and like slammed to the ground once. That's or insane. A few times. It's not insane to me. Like it's expected, you know. No, like, but he keeps poking bears and stuff. Like you're gonna get mauled eventually. It's insane that these pranksters don't learn the lesson watching other people, you know? Yeah. And seeing what like what's happened. Like people almost getting jumped, like people like aiming guns and stuff. Like I wouldn't yeah. you know. One of them got killed and it was caught on camera in the early 2000s. And this video is out there. Uh, this uh, prankster would do these pranks for like a TV show. And then they just messed with the wrong person that just wasn't having it. And this person had a gun. But essentially the prankster was hiding inside of a mailbox. And the mailbox, as everybody knows, just has that one slit, right? Mm -hmm. that, like one place where you drop the mail in. And this prankster, after getting pranked, just like walked up to it and just put his gun like right in there and just like shot like five or six times and just killed him. What? Just like that. That's crazy. Super calmly too, just like walked up and then just walked away. And then obviously he got arrested and then uh, prison and I don't know the rest. But after that case, I would have thought that maybe. And people say that it was after that incident that most TV networks now, if they're doing anything prank related, they hire paid actors to pretend like they're, mm. you know, targets of that prank right. to avoid this like ultra high liability, you know, considering more and more people are armed and more and more people have guns nowadays. And yeah. Right. Um, that's really crazy. But if you have a kid that's wanting to do pranks on YouTube and stuff, like yeah, do your best route. to like talk out of it, talk them out of it. But give him a microphone and a, and books and just tell them to start a podcast yeah yeah exactly it's way better even though a lot of people a lot of people are really against that everyone is starting a podcast yeah, now for sure because they're like some people just shouldn't have a podcast and yeah. people would probably say that about us people you know yeah people say that they should do background <laughs> checks before letting anyone buy a microphone because it's as deadly oh all right. Well, That's anyways, like weapons. <laughs> I but guess it's kind of so. true. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is true. But but then again, it's like if if your videos are going viral and you have a podcast and it's reaching a lot of people, then maybe you're saying something that's you're, worthy of, of listening to. You're obviously saying something that resonates, you know, like our most popular TikTok and most popular piece of media and content ever is at almost 40 million views. And it's about the idea of, of just death and just like existential thoughts and philosophies. Right. Which is something that everybody on this planet shares, you know. So like there's a reason why that video became so viral and so widespread. Right. Because that's how videos work. It's about, all about like relatability. So if yeah. you're, you know, I don't know. But anyways, my I wanted to get back yeah, really yeah, quick. But this this bucket prank has taken a dangerous turn. Mm hmm. Because a group of middle schoolers in California assaulted a woman shopping alone at a Target store with a laundry hamper. So they, you know, put this like threw this laundry hamper over her head, causing her to lose consciousness due to her epilepsy. That's crazy, actually. And the incident has prompted concerns about the safety of prank videos and led Target to work closely with police. And I've seen 
that Target, a lot of these like prank videos, like the Target employers are very stern about them not taking place in their store. Right. And that's why a lot of these pranksters go to like Walmart where the employees just, you know, don't aren't care. getting paid enough, don't want to put up with it, don't care. And they're like, whatever, it, it is what it is, not my problem. Mm-hmm. But in Target, like it, in, in any Target store, it's already getting shut down because they're, again... It's like a big cause for concern for them. Yeah. Um, because you don't want like something to be on your hands, like dealing with your company if something were to happen, you know? Yeah. The 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 only quote unquote pranks that I actually enjoy watching on TikTok is this guy. I think his name is like Julian or or Giuliano or something. He's this like guy with like curly hair and he goes into like targets. And he approaches MILFs, like older women, and he asks them to like film his TikTok. And then he just starts dancing all, all, Suave. all like sexually and stuff. <laughs> and, and it's the funniest shit ever. And every time I see him pop up on my, uh, on my page, I'll just watch the whole thing. It's just so funny and so hard to watch sometimes yeah. that I'll just find myself like pausing multiple times and just like, it, like it's a hard watch. <laughs> But it, but it, like in my opinion, like those are just harmless pranks. Yeah, it's just a harmless thing. No one gets hurt. No one's the butt of the joke, but himself. Like he makes himself the butt of the joke. Right. Because the person holding the 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 phone is actually praised for not getting upset or for yeah, for being patient. Yeah, for just like playing along, you know. Yeah. So I, it's a win win. I did like that other uh, kid that we would watch that that would oh. <laughs> he would like say he has like a school project and then he's like it's a school project can you like sing happy birthday and then oh yeah it's for school <laughs> no it's, it's for, for school, school remember? remember yeah do you get it or no do, do you get it or no and yeah. then they're like uh, some of them get pissed <laughs> off and walk yeah. away but others keeps going there's it's like crazy. others that just you know play along yeah. Um, but he's also had pranks like for example with the santa claus and stuff i feel like as soon as you start involving you know um like santa claus trying to do his job taking pictures and stuff i mm-hmm. you know that's when it gets that's when you start crossing a line a little bit yeah just like nathan for you yeah <laughs> with the santa claus thing yeah nathan for you is the best show yeah if you guys have a good sense of humor and you have an open mind and you just love to enjoy comedy, the funniest show that you will ever watch, if you have a similar um, similar sensibility to us, will be Nathan For You. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. It's, it's, it's probably my favorite show. Yeah, probably. Of, one of, of, one all of time. my favorite shows of all time, yeah. And I never thought that I would bump down The Office, but I feel like Nathan For You's show is just is just a cla- like it's it's perfect. It's yeah. like 10 out of 10 for me. Like there's nothing bad about it. And just a little backstory, it's like every episode he's helping a business. Yeah. Um see? try try to get like clientele and stuff and then there's like three three or so businesses per episode that he yeah. helps yeah. um but but the way that he helps them is very oh, like God. unconventional so it's not it's not business related at all really yeah and it's super <laughs> unconventional and super ironic yeah you know and and almost always like spoiler alert like he doesn't really succeed in helping them but sometimes <laughs> it, it just gives them cloud it gives them 
a good laugh, a good exposure, you know? It's just funny overall. Yeah, but just just one example is like he ha- he did one where it was like an antique shop yeah. with like a a bunch of uh valuable items that were made of glass or ceramic or whatever and they weren't getting too much business and so he saw that there was like a a bar nearby and he started getting this guy drunk and then he's like oh like can we actually stop by this antique store really quick and they go in but then before they go in they he he convinced the guy that there was a halloween party or like a costume party that they should go to made the guy put on like this sumo huge like uh inflatable costume and then inside of the store there's like a break it you buy it rule which he introduced which he introduced and then he made the store layout like so crammed that if people like walk in they have to kind of be careful and this guy was just breaking things left and right, trying to walk through, and he had to buy it all. Yeah. And he was a trooper at the end because he he was like on drugs and just happy yeah, to have drunk. a good time. Yeah. yeah. And then and then him and his brother were like saying that Nathan was cool and stuff. Remember? Yeah, and <laughs> they were talking about like gang banging chicks and shit yeah (laughs) and high-fiving while they do it anyways just an example of the show that's a spoiler for that episode but so my last um article um ties into the whole tiktok thing too um users are concerned about facing jail for using tiktok after it's banned rumors about the restrict act have sparked concerns that Americans will be jailed for up to 20 years for using a VPN to <laughs> circumvent and bypass a TikTok ban. Some also cited that if the act is passed, it will give the U.S. government power to crack down on any tech it considers a threat. However, Senator Warner, who inducted the act, clarified it targets national security threats and election interference only not ordinary citizens Mm. so technically if tiktok is banned you could use a vpn on your desktop or on your phone i guess and you could still download the app and use the app pretending that you're in in a in a a different country right i did read about that too but i was confused because um because of the part uh Oh shoot. And and not only 20 years minimum prison time, but you have to pay like a $100,000 fee yeah, on top of that or something. Crazy. Um Oh, but what did you just say? Um I said that it targets national security threats and election interference. Is that what you're saying? Uh, VPN ban, TikTok act. Uh, yeah, that's it. Twenty years in jail. Uh, that's all I said. Oh. <laughs> quick, quick, choose I'm one. I'm like trying to figure out. Oh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, but people were saying that they, that like the government will be able to like tap into your devices and mm. like monitor you, like your camera and stuff. They already do that, right? I know, but but the way that they were making it sound. Like, uh, I, I don't really know how exactly they explained it, but they were, like, breaking down the whole act and how it was saying that they'll... Well, that's what they did with um, Tucker Carlson. Uh, he went on a podcast recently, and he said that when he was preparing to have... to do an interview with Putin, um, the government 
kind of like called him and like reached out saying that they w knew about his plans of like meeting with Putin. And the way that they knew that is that they tapped into his whole like network at his house and like tapped into his messages, emails. So like this idea that there's privacy is probably the biggest hoax of modern society. It's like we don't have any privacy. Apple yeah. Apple claims that now it's like the the best uh, company, tech company when it comes to privacy. That's all bullshit. Yeah. It's all a selling point. It's all a selling ploy. You have no privacy. I promise you 100% you have no privacy. It's definitely in the fine print somewhere. Yeah, like no and and even if it's not there th like there's a set of unspeakable rules that only the elite and the the elite of the elite are privy to. It's like they get to play this game that we don't that we're not even aware of. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just that the set of games that the general population is exposed to just so happens to be the one that we are in, you know. Tucker it's Carlson is a Fox News reporter. Or he's a news uh, reporter, right? Yeah, he was in old, like, he's a former uh, legacy media news reporter. I forget for which outlet. I think it might be Fox. Um, and then he went on to YouTube, and he's on a few other platforms, um, a few other YouTube alternatives. And he's essentially, like, trying to become an independent reporter. And some people think he's doing a great job. Other people think he's not. Yeah, I've seen comments uh, on his... Uh his takes yeah he's a very polarizing figure because he has like very explicit opinions on certain things you know which i kind of respect you know yeah is he still going to meet with putin no no he, he already did yeah oh i just guys i live I under a rock i think he did i think he already has yeah. tucker carlson that sounds like a news anchor now just then with tucker carlson yeah that's probably why they picked him too they were like oh that's a perfect name yeah tucker carlson so uh, just just by googling him uh fox news uh tucker carlson uh is an american television host conservative pol uh Tucker carlson tonight yeah it's on fox news since 2016 i don't know if he's still on fox news is he still on fox news mm, i'm not sure who knows but uh if i put putin i don't know if he did meet with putin are there pictures of both of them together i don't know if he's planning to or if he has i think he might have been planning to and then the u.s just came in and said no thanks mm. but anyways apparently he's like defending trump after the whole yeah trump has been indicted which i didn't mention because i don't want it to get too political like this podcast but yeah trump has been indicted um apparently he's gonna appear in court not wearing handcuffs, handcuffs. yeah i was gonna say that too because that's what his lawyer kind of like uh tried to get for him you know because it there is a lot of like image going like image management right so you don't want to see donald trump in handcuffs like that's yeah. a powerful image you know mm -hmm. and it could distort his whole legacy his whole brand right his business evaluation is riding on this trump industries trump whatever so everything could plummet if they see this man in handcuffs. Right. And um, he's the first uh, formal president to be in, facing in court? criminal charges. Yeah. So Which, in my opinion, he was the most uh, unorthodox 
president who actually tried to change things. Yeah. Albeit he didn't really change much or do do everything that he maybe planned on doing. And of course, he had like a bunch of racist uh, tendencies. But all in all, he was the most unorthodox president, which I think everybody can agree on. And he tried playing outside of the box. Mm-hmm. And that I respect a lot. Right. Versus being a puppet like Sleepy Joe versus being a perfect black man like Barack Obama. Mm. Um, and all and all these things, you know, it's just very tricky. Yeah, I agree, though. Yeah, I do agree. I don't know much about politics. So I'll ha- before I ever got? take a stance on anything, I, yeah. I'll have to be super knowledgeable in, you know, I've I've always had this thing where I've been contemplating a lot whether or not I should dive into certain things because of how time consuming it is. I've been very hesitant to like, for example, get into sports, get into football, buy actual books and just like learn up and just learn the history, learn about each team. And the same applies to politics because the same are very like the both both of them are very similar, if not the same in a lot of ways. So it's about like picking a team and then understanding why you pick that team having a favorite player for that political party. So politics and sports have been two things that I've always been avoiding Mm -hmm. because of just how much time it takes and how much energy and just mind and just like sanity. But I might start getting into both of them gradually and just like reading up and just trying to follow it more Mm -hmm. without getting like super, super into it. And I feel like politics is something that no not one person can ever fully, fully understand mm-hmm. because it's so centered around like biases. Right, right. So it's like it's biases and opinions and perspectives. So, so you know, it it's just tricky because there's not. It's not like it's solid, a hundred percent factual information all yeah. around. You know, a lot of it is like charged with like values and and morals and perceptions and all these other different things right there's there's no such thing as like unbiased um leanings right when it comes to the political arena just like there's no um uh, unbiased telling of like news Mm. like reuters for for reuters for the longest time was considered the best like neutral outlet but even they have like certain leanings depending on who's writing it. So it, it all comes down to the fact that there are real humans writing these articles and reporting on these things. And those humans, humans just in general, can't be unbiased. Like you're going to lean one way or, or another, just like we inevitably lean one way or another on certain topics. We don't agree on certain things. And maybe certain people listening don't agree with us on certain things. Yeah. And that's just how the whole world keeps spinning. And I was going to say that AI, well, obviously the programmers are responsible to an extent for the responses that you're going to get. Mm -hmm. But even AI, if you try to ask them about like satanic celebrity stuff and whatever, they'll never, it, it even sounds like they're defending and saying like, oh, this is like an artistic way that this celebrity was showing this and this. Which is which is weird, you know, mm-hmm. because it's it isn't unbiased. I've yeah. noticed that because I've tried the chat GPT before and I've written in prompts and like asking questions and stuff just to see, you know, get get 
uh, feel for what it is and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that if you try to ask it these like controversial questions, it does have a leaning. Right. It does. It, it And it'll reference like these things as conspiracy theories. And so it, it's already debunking it without like without like maybe taking it into account as something that could be true. Yeah. And the irony is that it's it's developed by OpenAI, which the, the name itself contradicts a lot of what it's capable of doing because it because it's not open to a, to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. It's like if you ask it for opinions, for example, it can't develop opinions yet because right. it's just not sentient, you know, and I think you need a like certain level of sentience for you to be able to develop opinions and opinions come from emotions and AI isn't emotional. And so like, are they going to like simulate emotions? And yeah, so everything is like just stems back to being biased mm. and yeah, I don't know. And even the type of pictures that AI generates that go viral are also like um, political ones, controversial, like the Trump in like getting arrested and stuff. Like, yeah, imagine, but those are from prompts, right? But imagine someone like imagine someone putting in a prompt like Joe Biden getting arrested. I I haven't seen like something like that going viral. You know what I mean? So yeah. even like even the virality, like how viral it goes is like everything is charged with like biases and with for you know, sure, for sure because um, because a lot of these like viral moments are led by certain political groups. So mm -hmm. like liberals for example are more inclined or more empowered i guess to make something go viral versus conservatives because right. conservatives are are usually just just uh, chalked up as being racist and just homophobic and just all these things and so by default these social media platforms shadow ban more conservative outlooks and viewpoints versus liberal ones mm. and then if you're super ultra liberal then guess what you get one million followers on tiktok you get one million followers on on twitter you are the best type of person that these platforms want right. at this current moment and so everything always shifts also with like the the zeitgeist and and the current state of the world and all these things and so it could be that in 10 years from now it's going to be the complete opposite it's like conservatives conservatism 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 is in and liberalism is out mm -hmm. and but right now it's the opposite it's liberal is in conservatives are out yeah yeah so it all ties back to politics and that's why it's important for everybody to be at least kind of well versed just enough so that you can navigate this world yeah i definitely need to read up more on politics because because truly guys i don't know <laughs> i know nothing of like you know of, nothing john snow of nothing literally I yeah. and 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 just me asking you like oh did this uh did this <laughs> um interview with Putin ever happen like that already tells you enough I like, I didn't even know about the interview honestly I live under a rock like I just don't I'm not keeping tabs um the way that I keep up with whatever's going on in the White House or whatever is through is through TikTok and through other social media platforms, but I'm not watching the news like a lot of people do. They have it on all day. Yeah, in and, the background. Right. Yeah. And and even news outlets, like it's hard to get super reliable information because everything is so separated. It's not like you're getting unbiased opinions, like we said. So if it's yeah. CNN, it's one thing. If it's Fox, it's another thing, et cetera, et cetera. So shout out to China. 
and shout out to TikTok and special thank you. Uh, the show is sponsored by China and is is a direct uh, <laughs> acting acting agent of the Chinese regiment. Um, I'm just kidding, guys. Obviously, obviously. April I Fools. Really, yeah, yeah. I I genuinely wonder how many people listening. If and not if any, I I would be horrified if that were the case. If like if any, but I wonder what percentage of people listening actually get the jokes that we tell and actually understand our sarcasm. Yeah, because because like these are like very important things that you have to grasp and understand in order to even enjoy the show. Yeah, because even like our intros, for example, where we were throwing up like satanic symbols yeah, and stuff, people took it literally. People thought that we were pledging our allegiance to the Illuminati. Just so wild, um, dude. It's like relax, man. It, there's relax. such a thing as satire where you're using yeah. the you're using it against the person who first did it in the first place, and and maybe that makes us look like we're stooping to a level. Yeah, but but, 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 but you know what though that's the way i see us coping and and balancing uh, like balancing this whole like fight which is good versus evil it's like there has to be a balance to it and you can't just 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 have this doomsday mindset all the time and and like everything's doomed everything's like everything's satanic there's no joy in the world like you have to counter it with some humor right with some lightheartedness which is what we try to do balance the scales balance it out with that being said guys uh thank you so much for listening as always, if you enjoy the show, leave us a review on whichever platform that you uh, routinely listen to this on. We read every single review and we appreciate you taking the time to do so. And with that being said, don't forget that it's never wrong. And Gabriella has to pee and it's never wrong. And it's... And, and, <laughs> and Gabriella has to pee. And don't forget that it's never wrong. <laughs> to be immensely gone. Peace, Peace to, to the, the world. world. Mwah.